You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check waifu waifu. Tell you there. Is that you? What's up, y'all? We here. This is episode 147 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by don'ttalkshop.com as well. As our Patreon producers. I'm going to pull up the Patreon producers because I definitely didn't pull them up. There they go. AB, Aaron Brown, Dre, the GOAT G, Johnny from Anime Lyrical Podcast, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, explicitly Monique Williams, Nachi. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate you. We appreciate y'all a lot. Mike Check Waifu Waifu is the anime podcast. is brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. EST. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu and on Instagram at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. We appreciate y'all for doing that. Make sure you leave us a nice review on wherever you're listening. We got a real big episode for you. This 147. A big one. Yeah, real big one. Spring is in full effect. Finally. Almost full effect. Well, got some more stuff coming next week, right? That's true. That's a valid point. Like two or three shows still. Co- Jesus Christ. It, yeah, two. like I don't think you'll, you'll sleep or hit until next week. Yep. Three, three more days. So three more days from the day we're recording this. So yeah, we, we still got a lot of shit to watch. Damn. Okay. Just to put it into perspective, I'm going to count how many ep- episodes of anime I watched. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 episodes of anime. And he definitely did better than me because I watched 13, mm. uh, four of which being from an anime that I thought I had watched years ago <laughs> and I did not watch apparently. Wait, it's a new show? It, it's it's coming back <laughs> but I didn't watch it before and I thought I did and I can't remember what I got it confused with oh shit okay alright well let's get into it I want to start off by first saying tell before we get into all that how you feeling I'm feeling good bro like I told you uh, I got a full night's rest last night clean we chilling um, I'm good bro I cut the grass it looked Almost like I got a, it got a fresh lineup out here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, I'm feeling good. How about you, bro? How you feeling? Uh, pretty terrible. Kingdom Hearts Four was announced. No, I'm just kidding. Let's uh-huh. go. I, I meant to say that. Too. I meant to say Kingdom Hearts Four got announced. Kingdom Hearts Missing Link got announced. Come on, bro, Polo. I was joking. I was joking. I was just recollecting on um my thoughts about it, and I'm like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do since I haven't played Kingdom Hearts One and Two since probably a decade ago. Obviously, when I was a kid and they first came out in 2002, I played it on PlayStation 2 um, at my grandmother's house, actually, my grandfather's house, uh, my step grandmother. But I played it over there. Thought it was incredible. Okay, thought it was so good. Beat the first one. Then 10 years later. Well, the second one I I played a little bit of. I I got to was it the second one I had. uh, What's the name of the final boss or one of the bosses? 
Ansem. Yes. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Fucking hated that one. So that, yeah, was, it was. Or Zaya. Yeah, it was Ansem, yeah. Two was definitely not as nostalgic as one was, but it was still okay back then. Then, 10 years ago, I played them recently, quote unquote recently, obviously being 10 years ago. And they sucked. They were awful. They were just terrible. They played awful. The story was fucking so dumb. <laughs> All of it was stupid at that time. Now, did I give it a fair shake? Probably not. Um, I never beat them again. I only beat them the one times from back in the day. I, I don't think I've. Yeah, I did finish. Yeah, I don't think I've. The only like um, DS when I, I played. What was that shit called? It was my first, like one of my first DS games. I can't forget. I can't remember what it was called though. Uh, Chain of Memories. I think it was Chain of Memories. Yeah, so, sounds like. Well, it. No, actually, no, it wasn't Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories was from. Um, Chain of Memories was Game Boy Advance. Uh, no, I'm talking the about like, DS one. Yeah, the first probably DS my one. Okay. Yeah, I played that one. Never beat it though because I lost my DS. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go back. What I'm gonna do? Is I'm gonna get this collection and I'm gonna play them again just to see if it's as bad as I remember. Oh, hold the fuck up, bro. You about to do you, you did you get the collection already? No, not yet. Uh, cuz hear me out, hear me out for a second. I'm, I'm just anime podcast. Can I need to watch that? <laughs> I need to watch you play it. Like, because I was thinking about buying the collection myself because I'm like, ain't no way they announced that Kingdom Hearts 4 and a new iOS slash Android game that I normally want to play. Mm. Uh, probably not going to touch that. Yeah, probably not. But that's how you get into the games. Because <laughs> uh, everyone who played the, the previous uh, mobile one got put into the, the final boss on this one. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I want to see you play that, bro. Because here's the thing is that like i think kingdom hearts one had the best story Mm -hmm. for like the console versions of it right like the larger console versions the home console versions. yeah i agree Uh, kingdom Kingdom hearts 2 had the the best gameplay for me personally outside i mean kingdom hearts 3 had better gameplay Mm -hmm. but it was like they they implemented it and introduced new stuff into kingdom hearts 2 so it felt better with like the storyline because the storyline kingdom hearts 2 is better than the storyline kingdom hearts 3. no so I would I would like to uh I would like to watch that. But the remakes, you know, the final mixes and stuff like that, yeah. they implement the the newer stuff. The better combat. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like a better transition into everything. Interesting. So it might even and, be better just yeah, because like, of that. Right. And like the Chain of Memories game is actually already built in there. So you get you get all the extra context that you may have missed. So honestly, the story might even be better because you're right. not missing anything. It's just going right through the entire story. Damn. Yeah, that's kind of cheating, though, right? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Because I never played Kingdom Hearts 3, obviously, for obvious reasons. Because he, hate he hates Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Um, But again, again, it was 10 years ago fuck was I doing 10 years ago I was 30 uh, 20 like I I'm just not a fair chance you know I mean it's a it's definitely a fair chance bro at 20 at at 20 you were at 20 for me though in your mind frame for a video game 
at 20, you got to think about how we were at 20, right? Like, yeah, was, your, your mind frame for a video game was definitely more advanced than some other people's mind frame for, like, like how you think and look at the video game was probably different than how other people looked at it. Yeah, that's, like that's, me, that's the problem. Okay. Maybe that's the I was, problem. I was zoned in from, like, I was already attached to these characters, but then they had, like, a storyline I really enjoyed. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2, to me, I think is top tier. It's not the best Kingdom Hearts game to me, because, like I said, we already know my favorite. Yeah. But uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, 2 was like in terms of a console game. That was everything I wanted in a console game. Just make it so I can play with a friend. Mm. And I'd have been cool. I'd have been like, all right, I'm done. I don't need nothing else. This, <laughs> this is the game. I'll, I'll, I'll be set. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I just feel like I'm... I just feel like I was... Uh, I was just in a different space probably. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway... Let's get it. Let's get into this anime podcast. I promise we talk about anime again all the time on this podcast. But before we do that, I got to ask you, Montel, or I got to tell you, I should say, I tweeted from our Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. Make sure you follow us there. Episode of the week? Question mark. <sighs> Might be impossible. We got a response from a uh, Black Damzilla said, "Yeah, good luck with that this week with some heat. Uh, this week has some heat. I'm sorry." And he's not lying. What in the hell are we gonna do about episode of the week this week for you? I'm gonna make you go first. So I hate to fucking say this is episode of the week, Talk but I also me. don't. I don't hate to say it. Mm. So I chose a sleeper this time, and I'm, I'm very proud of the sleeper. I think it might actually do really good. But my episode of the week actually goes to Spy Family because. I really, really enjoy, I really enjoyed that first episode, and, I, and my wife sat down and watched it with me. Mm. And I was like, you know what, this might be better than than I even expected because I knew people were hyping it up, but I, I wasn't sure if it was actually going to be as good as I thought it was going to be. But that first episode kind of gave me some good vibes, a good feeling. Dope. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go with Spy Family this week. Okay, okay. So this is tough because. Spy Family was really good. I'm glad you chose it. At least one of us did. I did like Spy Family a lot. But for me, my episode of the week has to be, has to be Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. I, I gotta watch that. Oh, no, I knew you, I knew you was gonna say something I was supposed to watch. Yeah, Shikamori Not Just a Cutie such a good fucking show already for episode one. I, I just I just loved it for moment one. Main character just being a super average, typical maybe side character in another anime but he's actually the main character of this one and then with this spectacular idol idolified is that a word oh well it's a word now idolified girlfriend like she's just this perfect beautiful popular girl in school who just absolutely adores him and he absolutely adores her and they start off it starts off with them just together and and shit ensues and it's so funny extremely wholesome and just beautiful beautiful eyes also also this season so far this has my wife with a season so far which is his mom the main character's mom she's fucking phenomenal so is this a wholesome season because it seems Mm. like some pretty wholesome stuff this season man we gonna get into that because bro it's some stuff in here i'm just like i i'm actually kind of excited to really watch this like (laughs) Yeah, I think this week every episode one 
heat weak material heat weak material so what we're gonna do this episode i'm gonna just i'm gonna just give you all a quick rundown what we're gonna do this episode is we're gonna go first impressions of you know spring seasons episode one okay the first impressions of these shows that we watched we're gonna try to run through them as detailed but also as quickly as we can because uh, we don't want the podcast to be three hours long because that's where we would be if we went into full details of these shows but like where do, where do we wow, let's let me start first okay yeah, start with start with yours first one of the ones i've also feel like that is extremely wholesome okay is a hearing what is the english title i think this is the only title yeah a hearing sign what hakanare narina or whatever the fuck however you say it a hiring a hiring is what i'm gonna just fucking call it because that's her name but it's the one with the dude with the super dull face and the girl who's <laughs> like really small and tiny and cute and adorable. Yep. So that one ended up being something extremely fucking wholesome. It's great. It's about this guy who appears to be um what what what's the oh what's that anime called? Fuck. Y'all I know y'all probably screaming the anime with the big burly dude who gets this little small petite cute cute girl and they fall in love with each other i forget what, it, what that anime is called but it's, it reminds me of that but this, this is about a guy who whose face is not the most um uh, approachable face he had basically has a resting bitch face <laughs> yeah. and he starts his high school career and he's like yo i'm gonna start my high school career differently it's this is one of those anime with inner monologue that is incredible because it's mostly his inner monologue of him trying to become um a better or a more approachable guy in high school. He sit next to this girl called Hiren, uh, and she is this small, petite, very, 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 very quiet girl um, who's like definitely unique in, in every sense of the word because she had trouble making friends because she is also unapproachable. So something that they both have in common that they're working together and ended up becoming friends two episodes that just dropped before uh since we've recorded our last episode of the podcast too yeah. so very interesting show tell what did you think about it i didn't get to watch it yet oh shit you missing a lot of stuff I, no no well so look look i wanted to watch this one it's so good uh, uh and i was like i don't think polo gonna jump on this one yet i didn't Crazy. think he was gonna jump on this one. i looked at the i looked at the picture and i guess i judged the book by his cover i'm mm. like polo gonna watch yet and I, I planned on watching all three episodes next week come on man i'm a slife head bro i know but i didn't think <laughs> i didn't think this was gonna have you zoned in like that every slife has me zoned in i feel you i feel you uh i'm so i'm so excited to actually watch that one i'm glad you i'm it's, glad you like it because then that means it's gonna be good for me too you you will laugh you'll laugh out loud too because i know i did <laughs> this fucking show is hilarious what you got for me uh, the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was I was thoroughly surprised by this, bro. Increasingly impressed by this show as it went on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, so I wasn't uh, I wasn't a hundred percent sure on um, like I wasn't hundred percent sure on how like they were going to do this like demon lord to the the nobody scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Like. We know he wants to be a nobody. So how how is it gonna happen? And I mean, his mindset and everything, like how he's talking about this, like him still being like, it's almost like he's socially awkward. Yes, you know Very he's socially, socially awkward. awkward. 
because he's had years of like seclusion and he comes to this new life as a child basically but he wants to gain friends and he still has this like very regal yep. kingly way of talking and it doesn't work with kids and he has to figure it out and you know like the adults helping him and stuff and he's like I, I I was I was thoroughly I was thoroughly entertained by it, it was just funny yeah. and then to see him pull off some like cool stuff still in the end like show you that he's still overpowered even though like he's trying to hide it or he doesn't like I assume that the girl he uh initially meets the reason she feels like she's alone is because she's super powerful obviously right and then he's like well I can I'm even more powerful but he's not like demonstrating that. It, it, it was a really cool uh first episode um yeah so the, the greatest demon lord is a reborn as a typical nobody is, is basically him be, being a demon lord or let's just let's just say for lack of a better word put it in a little a little bit of perspective is him being a king okay he lived his entire life born a king raised as a king so everybody kneeled to him everybody uh basically confided like basically surrendered themselves to him so the only life he knows is to being is being catered to he's reborn but this time he's trying to be a normal let's call it npc <laughs> just a right. just a regular regular dude and it just it doesn't work because he still has the mindset that everybody's supposed to be you know adhering to his needs so it's again another funny show which very different like when you look at the title the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody you think a typical isekai and and it's not as none of that it's reincarnation it's a very interesting story about <laughs> about this kid who's just trying to get a normal life and have normal friends and ended up becoming something more and that first episode right. was really really good right really really good what's um, your next one Bro, this um, the Tomodachi game, probably. Oh, the Tomodachi game. Yeah, it probably was, um, the least memorable, and and what I mean by the least memorable is not saying that it's bad. It's not. It was a good first episode. Everything had a great first episode. I'm putting. Let me just get that out there. But this one for me, I forgot about it after I watched it. Only because I got a feeling I think I know how this is going to turn out. This is going to go the... And I'm hoping I'm, I'm wrong. But you remember that show? What was that show? That was kind of like this. They were trapped in the school. These students. The, the, the Korean TV show or the Japanese TV show? No, 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 no. Um, it's, a, it's an anime. <clears throat> these kids, they're in a school. They got the once quote-unquote smart kid. And they got to they got viewers or something like that they got to get a certain amount of viewers oh uh what the fuck is that something uh the one that we thought we was gonna like yep again it's giving me those kind of vibes which i'm leaning towards more of this being like way better than that but it's also again it seems kind of kind of predictable i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna say i know what's gonna happen but i just feel like i i know where this is going um, it's not. It's gonna. It's gonna be quite average, in my personal opinion. I think so. What 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 drew me in for this episode? Because I did think it was. I thought it was a pretty solid first episode. What drew me in for this episode was the fact that. Uh, so they they set the precedent that this main character he cares most about his friends, mm -hmm. right? That's what he cares the most about. But 
I also like to argue the fact that he's not sure what he cares the most about because he keeps yeah. asking or keeps making that thought. So he's not 100% sure and, you know, whatever. The game is a, the, the main name of the show is about doubting friendships, right? And obviously he's going to con like consistently like believe in his friends in order to get through to the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, his action at the very last second is what made me like, okay. Well, we knew something had to happen, so yeah. what, what we had to give. I like that, but yeah, I, I would I would say it was the most interesting episode. But I do have I see potential in yeah, where it could definitely. go, and I, I definitely I still see potential in how it could fall. But I, I don't think this is gonna be like Platinum End. No, I no, think no, 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 no. Platinum End all the way through. One hundred percent agree with that. I it, it's not the most uh, appetizing to look at either. Don't look that yeah, good. It was okay. It looked um kind of stiff compared to everything else that we watched. To be honest, I I, I would have to agree with that too. There <laughs> was some other stuff that just had way better animation. Than I thought it would. Yeah, talk to me. What you got next? Uh, what did I watch? That was like, uh, sheesh. I watched. Okay, yeah, my my sleeper, Dawn of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hear me out. Very, we didn't get very chivalry. Get, yeah, so very, very much like chivalry. Uh, we didn't get a lot from this episode, though, yeah, right? Like true. we didn't, we didn't get as much as I would have liked to have gotten. But it really, I, I feel like it did a, a job, like its own thing with introducing, like kind of like what the feel of this is going to be like. Yeah, um, I would have, I would have liked to have. This is one of those things that where it would have benefited from something like that forty-five minute episode because this, this first episode went too quick. We didn't quite get to the the what the the thesis or what the meaning of this anime is going to be. Um, obviously, you can read the synopsis for that, um, but it, it did still give a cool vibe because our main character, we know that his memory was erased or he had no memory of his life previously. And now that he's in this school, he's the worst student. Um, and they give us some feeling. I, mean, I, I have a feeling, obviously, he's not the worst student. And of course, I feel like he's not the worst one. <laughs> he's not the worst one. <laughs> oh, that's a shivery call out. I hear you, Polo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it, it also gives me that vibe that, like, there's just a lot more to be discovered. Yeah. And it looked better than I was planning on, like, it looking like Dawn of the Witch. I didn't expect, like. It looked real good. Yeah, some of the movement in this, especially when when in that slight little bit of action. Yeah, the the movement there looked looked clean. So this this definitely sparks those um two thousand what twelve thirteen fourteen ish anime where there's irregular high school, there's mm-hmm. uh, infinite like sh- yeah, it's like infinite stratos and shivery of a fell night. It definitely gets those vibes, but but to be fair, it's so far it's. It's definitely it's not piggybacking off of their stuff. Yes, I'm about to say it's definitely cliche, but it's cliche in a unique way, if that makes sense. Um, Right. The one thing that this show did that I did not like outside the show's okay, it's 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 pretty good. But the one thing it did that I do not like that shows like this do, and like you said, it could have benefited from that forty minute, forty five minute episode, is kind of give us the world lore and conversation. You know, Mm -hmm. that shit never 
sit right with me. Every time they sit sit down, like oh, you get caught. Okay, the main character gets called to the principal's office. He's sitting in the the dean's office, and they're talking about, well, you know about this world, right? Like, it's been how many years for this kid to be in this school? And they start to like explain the world lore and explain how the magic works and explain how the class system works and just explain how stuff works in this conversation inside of the head headmaster's office, and it just feels. I don't know. I, I never liked that kind of. It's exp- out of place because the students should already know. Exactly. They could have. They should have done that in like the first two seconds. Right. Or even where we don't know. Exactly. Or even when they do stuff like what they did in Soul Eater. Soul Eater, they had, and I'm not a fan of Soul Eater, as y'all know. But in Soul Eater, they had the teacher teach the students what the lore was, or like he teach you know they're teaching it on the chalkboard or whatever it is and then the students a- answers the questions that the teacher's asking that is explaining the lore to the viewer i like that better they could have did that instead of doing what they did here talking to a student who should already know um with it but other than that a very very interesting stuff i'm curious to see where this witch and this her staff situation is about they kind of foreshadowed her staff being special and if i got a feeling he's going to touch it and then that's when we're going to get a full realization of what his power actually is so yeah atypical predictable maybe good show yeah good first episode yeah for sure they got the white foods in it too okay man Oof, let's see where I want to go. About you just finished watching. Uh, let's let's save that one for next after this one though, because this one, okay. this one will shock you. Cue the the YouTube red arrow around the circle. Um, love after world domination. Did you watch this? I didn't. <laughs> love after world domination. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, bro. This is such not a polo anime until you watching you like damn this kind of is a polo ass anime so it's about these power rangers i'm gonna just i'm gonna just put it in broad terms it's about these power rangers okay who literally do power ranger shit they protect the world okay the red ranger uh (laughs) the red ranger is the leader of the power rangers obviously he's fighting the evil villain and which is this this chick that you see on the on the art and he end up falling in love with her so the entire story or the entire first episode is them being on a date while the other rangers are fighting the villain the villain mobs down at the bottom he's on his date with the main villain and the the story basically tells the first episode tells the story of how they got together and it is extremely interesting because now these two the red ranger and then the evil main villain are in love with each other and they're together and now they have to try to keep their relationship secret from everybody from the world and that's what this is about basically very interesting show i think i think i think everybody's gonna miss this one but i think it's a very very good show already has a 72 on annie list which is shocking but it's incredible it's incredible she's definitely second place for waifu this season well, I added it to my watch list because if you think it's going to be that good, I think it's going to be good. good. I think it's going to be good. I'm very curious to see what everything else around them is going to be about because I don't really care about the other Rangers. Um, but they're called like gelatos <laughs> and, they're, and they're basically based off of like uh, either pop or different fruits. 
it's 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 a weird interesting thing but i'm definitely into it definitely into it so far <laughs> i can't wait till you watch it i absolutely love these two main characters by the way yeah uh so um, one of the other ones that just kind of I, just like some of these are just really good. I'm quitting heroing. Yes. <laughs> so this actually is it's not in that same like feel as what Polo was talking about. Just talking about. But what's nice about it is that it has a our main character is a hero mm-hmm. and he's going for an interview. <laughs> and he's interviewing to join the demon lord's army <laughs> <laughs> this is after he kicks the demon lord's army ass by the way yeah after he beats the demon lord's army the, like destroys it uh after he um beats all of her all the demon lords uh top four her generals four, yeah. yeah is what they call them and then beat the demon lord herself right yep. beat the, beat everybody and then because he's so powerful the entire and he did it all by himself because he right. like how he explained it was that they were doing he was doing stuff in the group but when he like started to realize that they were just holding him back he just went and did everything by himself and now everyone's like he's too powerful we have to either kill him or something no one can kill him <laughs> so so he uh he gets banished from the land. The king's like, I want you to know I believe in you. And it's like, whatever, king, you don't really believe me because you still banish right. him regardless of whatever happens. He has to follow the orders of his people, the king says. Right. He enlists into or he is trying to enlist into the demon lord's army. And I just think like how he explained how he beat everybody. Yeah. It was like some of it he tried to make it seem like it's a fluke, but he did it. No. Like yeah. the, the the fact that he cast a uh a, a spell ward around himself and the 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 strongest one of the demon lord's army and she couldn't cast any spells so she was just hitting him with her staff and it did no damage, to him. damage was yeah. i'm just like yo maybe he's just maybe he's just using common sense you know <laughs> maybe that's all it is but this this anime it was it was actually uh kind of kind of funny well, I'm gonna say it was funny, yeah. yeah. And, and it just was interesting, like to see where it goes. Like, we got some good stuff this season so far. Um, I'm I'm excited to see where where this one goes to. Yeah, man, this one was was special for me because this one had this one had me so intrigued because of the fact is like if I was I just thought about me and his situation. If I was in his situation, I would do the exact same thing. Like, you're everybody's trying to kill me. Nobody appreciate what I did with saving the entire world. Nobody. And then they also bring in the um, uh, slight spoilers, but they bring in the fact that he he learns that the demon lord, the demon queen or whatever, she didn't want to kill unnecessarily. So mm-hmm. only when it was necessary to kill, that's what she was allowed. So he was he's curious to get to know her and find out her motivations. But I definitely feel him with joining the demon side. I'm like, okay, all right, y'all gonna do me like this? Right. All right, I'm gonna really be a demon then. Ain't got time for that. I got it. Got a demon lord it up now. Kind of, kind of fitting for uh, my check wife waifu. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Next one, man. For me, I'm gonna have to say this. Uh, the skeleton knight in another world yeah yeah this one um again this one did 
what I like what they do is we don't know anything just like the main character doesn't know anything we just know that he's in the, uh, the, the world of a video game that he was he frequent you know um but he, he, he joins this world as a holy knight who happens to find out that he has a, a, a class combination that you can't normally do in the game which means right. that he's actually you guessed it overpowered <laughs> so <laughs> so in this world he's obviously this holy knight who's extremely powerful but he has the um the avatar of a skeleton extremely overlordish but except he's good instead of eyes being bad he's the good guy but it, it kind of starts off a little raunchy like starts off with him protecting girls who are being um assaulted if you will and yeah it's I'm like, damn, this is how you gonna start it? <laughs> Crunchyroll put the um viewer discretion as advised warning as it was happening. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah. that's how they opened the anime. <laughs> that's how you open the anime. It was like as of that, yeah. It, it, it was it was it was crazy to see. But outside of that, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. This one maybe not as interesting as the rest of the stuff this season. But I'm, I'm definitely interested in see where to go. And again, this, again, looks really good as far as, like, aesthetic goes. Because even even him being this Holy Knight, he actually stands out in the world because his mm-hmm. armor is pseudo-CG, pseudo-2D. 2D. Um, and it looks, it looks good. And I think it's intentional, obviously, because what they're trying to showcase is that he doesn't belong here. And he stands out. And I like that art style or art um, decision. What did you think about it? Yeah, I thought uh, so. I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't what I thought it was because I thought he was gonna be like Eins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad he I, wasn't. I'm, I'm very glad he's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, but and also the fact that he seems to be hiding his appearance of as you know a skeleton man. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed like. One of the things I enjoyed was like the small little quips and statements he he was making. Like he's walking out and he's saying uh, they're talking about some. Why would a knight need to join a mercenary guild? Why would he want to become a mercenary? <laughs> right. Um, and the guy, the, the 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 guild mercenary leader, dude is is talking about how uh, he's like. I imagine he just gotta pick up some extra money to to save his. Uh, his sick daughter yeah. and the other guy's like oh my god and as our main character's walking out he's like i guess i got some randomly assigned backstory <laughs> it's like yes bro true true yeah he, he points out like he points out like the obvious shit that that is video gamey i like it I, I like it again this is one of the ones that you look at and you be like this is a cool cool just turn my brain off kind of show you know mm-hmm. you know Agreed. Really have to focus too much, and you're going to be entertained, but you're not going to be uh, blown blown back by it. What you got? My uh, all right. So list is the that. one uh, trapped in a dating sim. Mm-hmm. Now this one was one of my more surprising ones. Mm. Uh, I definitely uh, enjoyed these first two episodes mm-hmm. on this, True. especially. Uh, Especially with him doing kind of like what he did in that first episode, because our main character again, uh, he's in his regular life. Uh, he's playing a dating sim in his regular life for his sister, who didn't want to quit the game because she got to hear this sound at the end of the game, right. <laughs> like specifically like this this ending game sound. And she's like, 
you better uh full you better full complete it so I can go ahead and hear the sound. I'm like, what? Yeah. And he after he finally beats the game, some days and days of playing the game or whatever, he goes outside to get a breath of fresh air, basically. Some food. And yeah, oh food, yeah, food. <laughs> and as he's walking, he he trips and falls over the stairs and lands on his face, wakes up in this new world. Um, presumably dead. Presumably dead. We assume he's dead. And he wakes up in this dating sim game where basically women have all the power and men have none of the power. Uh, so, so he, he it, it's just take that concept with how you will. He goes to school, to this school, to, to essentially find himself a queen. And he's in a dating simulator where like there's these other extremely anime handsome guys who are going to be competing for the same queens that he's competing for. And he just wants to be like, you know what? I just want to live my life if I can in this world, try and do whatever I can to like fly by. But it is not quite that smooth for him. So, yeah. You know what? I think I, I credit this to like, uh, what is it called? Uh, Hanukkah in my team, romantic comedy snafu where these main characters are just trying to, and uh, Osamaki, where these main characters are just trying to be side characters. He keeps calling himself, I'm just trying to be a mob in this game. I'm trying, trying to be a mob. <laughs> I'm not trying to do nothing. But it's, what's crazy is that his initial life is pretty awful. Like his father is married to this uh, baronet. And is it baronet or baroness? Baronet. Baroness. And and she's like a total B word. She's just, she's just awful, obviously, because again, women have all the power, men have none of it but he's also his the husband is also married to another woman is that what i was getting from there i think so like he has another wife but you know yeah that's his that's his main wife mm-hmm. but he don't that, that's his main wife but it's not really his main wife. <laughs> yeah so very very weird situation there but i'm like interesting stuff i mean he get this Get this opportunity to be in this game, and and what's funny is that when he was playing the game, he 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 paid to win, quote unquote, which means that he bought the most powerful ship in the game to help him complete one of the uh, essential dungeon crawls. And mm-hmm. what he does in his first episode is try to re uh, relive that situation by uh, getting out of that baronet's house and and fucking doing his thing. It's a great episode. Um, so far it's again, it's middle of the road this season, but I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would, to be honest. Um, the Isekai genre is becoming more and more unique as it grows. I mean, this was, I think, a, a pretty good take on it, right? Because yeah. this is like it's still an Isekai, but we're in a, a, a dating sim, and as y'all know. I know I, I said this once before on this podcast. I used to play dating sims as a uh, as a kid, and I don't know if I was ashamed to tell anybody, but I don't think nobody knew I played dating sims. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have told me, I would have I would have told you the same thing. Yeah, but you know, we, we was in there, mm-hmm. and um, hey, now now look at us it. talking about an anime where we being a dating sim. What's funny is I played the Clannad game after watching the show. I, the Clannad game is a dating sim. I was, I was or a visual novel, but in like in like middle school, I can't even remember the one I was playing. But was it on Newgrounds? Yeah, I shouldn't have been playing it, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's a lot of them that I should have been playing too. <laughs> that I enjoy. I, I had to get, I remember I had to bring this girl like a radio or something. And next thing I know, I got a wallpaper, <laughs> wallpaper with no clothes. So. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. I love it. I love that it. was Young Taliano. Young Taliano. Uh, we just about covered everything except for the the main thing obviously um the main thing we're going to talk about is rising of the shield hero we're going to keep that in this spoiler talk probably um but do you what what else do you have to all right so this one isn't on this spring list but only because i know the anime is coming uh so i thought all these all these years all this time i had watched classroom of the elite Mm. <laughs> and I, I turned it on to get like a refresher of what it was about. I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna turn it on real refresher. And I'm like, this is not you never this is not what I remember Classroom Relief being. I finished the first episode, I get to the second episode, I'm like, this is definitely not I don't remember none of this. I get to episode three, I'm just like Yeah, this new I'm like, hold oh, the I get to episode four, I'm like, wait a this okay, is this, this is what's happening. <laughs> now, and I get to episode five, and I'm, like, I'm gonna just stop here because this clearly ain't the same anime that I thought I had already watched. So you got five deep. Let me know what you're thinking. It's 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 pretty good. I'm not gonna say it's like amazing, but I can see where the 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 mind games and stuff are gonna be going. Oh, that's great. Uh, I think that it was way more interesting than I gave it credit for in my mind <laughs> because I thought I watched this already. <laughs> I was like, Crash of Elite was not that good, bro. It was not that good. Like, everybody hyping it up. Oh, you gotta keep watching. Oh, you yeah. gotta keep watching for sure. Yeah, so we in there. Um, that's that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. I'm glad you're watching it, though, before summer because that's coming up next after this season, so. Right, and I was like, <laughs> Why do Clash of Elite keep popping up? I thought the new episode came out, so I was like, I went. Let me go ahead and watch it for the new episode come out for the spring season. I ain't even checked to make sure what season it came out in, but here we are. I'm, I'm so deep into Clash of Elite. Four years later, ah, oh, bro, don't judge me. I got to talk about this last one before we get to the last one. Uh, Call Me Can't Communicate Part Two. So good still. So good. So they introduced a new student who apparently is not a new student. He just hasn't been coming to class because of his unfortunate circumstances. And this this is this is uh the part two starts off with this big burly guy. And what Comey does is it gives what Comey does well is it gives their side characters um personality it gives their side characters so much personalities that it just feels so you feel so attached to them every character in this classroom has a personality so this guy comes in with his personality and it starts off with his inner monologue and he's talking about how man i haven't been to school since winter because uh a, a series of unfortunate events i'm gonna just call it and i'm finally able to start school again and i'm excited about it and let, let's go let's I'm, I'm ready to get this thing started the problem with this guy is he's about i'm gonna just i'm gonna just guesstimate this is just this is not what they said in the show but i'm gonna just guesstimate but so you can get a picture of it, of it in your mind coming can't communicate it's this guy that starts school he's about six seven two thirty big big giant dude 
blonde hair, extremely mean face. But in his mind, his inner monologue, he's the sweetest, nicest, friendliest guy who's trying his best to to smile around the other students who's trying to just, you know, make everybody feel comfortable. He's trying not to be an issue or a problem. And all he's doing with this, with him trying to do all this stuff is causing more problems because he's like, okay, and his inner monologue, he's like, okay. Let me go ahead and smile. Uh, everybody's staring at me, so I'm gonna go ahead and smile at, at my classmates. How I was taught to from reading this book on to how to win friends, basically. He smiles. This fucking evil grin shows up on his face. Everybody can't. Everybody gets scared of him and feel like they need to protect Comey. They go around Comey. He he walks over and says, "Who is this girl that everybody's around?" I have to see her because everybody seems to be impressed. He goes over to Comey. He stands in front of Comey and he sees her. And obviously she can't communicate. So she's just kind of staring at him, like staring at him. And she gets nervous and she does her little shake and her shiver. And he takes that as this girl is something about this girl is scary to me. He's scared. So his knees buckle and he sits right next to her and it ended up becoming this whole situation where these two are like battling with inner monologues and and she can't communicate, but he's thinking something different. And it's just such a unique situation. Our main character, though, steps in and something wholesome ensues. And I just love coming. Can't communicate. Show is fucking phenomenal. Almost a perfect comedy slice that you just can never go wrong with in every stretch of the uh of the imagination it's almost a 10 out of 10 for me i had to get that out there i mean sheesh that's crazy where's comey can't communicate on your slice of life list top 10 for sure i just don't know how far up because my slice list is extensive very extensive i might have to like we gotta get that polo top five sometimes sometimes Damn, that's gonna make me have to do work. I'm gonna have to study. <laughs> Just look at your Annie list and be like, yeah, I'm gonna put this in my top. Bro, five. but there's like character development versus world building versus character, like like side character personality versus. Okay, but we you know talking about your personal favorite. We're not talking about you trying to be 100% objective on your personal favorite. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what my personal favorite is because everything has something so fucking endearing to me. That is hard to choose. Very, mm-hmm. very hard to choose. Clint, Polo put Clannad at number one because of the eyes. <laughs> you put it whatever you put it because of the eyes. I don't mind the eyes. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, she's bro. You watched a lot, though. What, what else did you watch? That's, I think that's it. Outside that's of it? Rising of the Shield Hero. Okay. Spy Family, though. Let's talk about that. So... What? So, Spy Family and Rising of the Shield Hill, we can go to full spoilers in the second half of the show. All right. But let's just give our general thoughts of, of both shows. Uh, It made me feel happy as a dad. So, like, oh, Spy Family. Yeah, Spy Family. Okay. 100%. Made me feel happy as a dad. Um, And it also still gave a very, like, a... Uh, like this could be, this could be some action. This could be some love stuff. So I'm happy to see like how this is gonna go because our main character has a really cool concept in terms of like uh, 
who he is, what he does, that kind of stuff. Obviously, he's a spy because mm-hmm. that's what the show is about. But him specifically, and you know, even his like monologues and stuff. Very like, burn notice E again. That's that's one of the things I think they did extremely well um, for this first episode was the monologues yes. and even finding out what we found out about the little girl with those monologues. It made it made those moments actually seem better to me because you knew in your mind what was going on. You know. Yeah. This um, again, this does what I like uh, with the world building. Yes, they could have. They could have done a whole conversation thing. They didn't. Instead, they use either a narrator or inner monologue to explain the situation. I like that so much better, man. So much better than they're trying to be quote, quote unquote natural with discussing the world and how it works. This is just uh, use a narrator. Just do that. That works just as that works probably the best out of all of these options, to be honest. The narrators or uh, or inner monologues, but just learning about what he's doing what he's going through so far and this this mission this mission though i'm not gonna lie to you seems and this is obviously intentional because this is what the show is doing intentionally this mission seems to be underscaled does that make sense toned down yes the mission don't seem like the mission seem like it's it's simple but from the simple mission comes the family portion of spy family. And I think that's where the intrigue is. That's why this is so intriguing to me, because again, that mission seems, he seems like, okay, this is some dude that he has to meet up with and, and eventually either take out, but something about that whole, like you, you, you have to have a family kind of thing. And the way it was delivered to him had me like, Oh, this is this is this is interesting. Because it adds another complicated layer, or, or, or adds a complicated layer. Because now you gotta have a child, mm-hmm. and you gotta hope the child can be helpful in being a spy, mm-hmm. and then you gotta find a wife or a significant other, and then hope that they are compatible with you being a spy. Um, and you know, dude, dude got lucky at least with one part so far. Yeah, obviously he gonna he gonna find that wife who is gonna turn into what is what it is, but. Again, this is another show we know nothing about. Can't wait to talk about that in the spoiler talk. Mm-hmm. Rising of the Shield Hero. Uh, best episode of the week. I'm just playing. <laughs> um, it was okay. It, yeah, it, it was. It was an interest. So, I, I you can't go into this thinking like I'm gonna get that same kind of like first 45 minute episode that we got from no. the original series, right? Yeah, no way. Uh, they they show us like what almost feels like some a, a moment of happiness mm-hmm. and reprieve for our main characters um, before things get hectic. And yeah, we, we don't talk we about see, that spoiler talk. We see the initial problem coming on pretty soon, like within minutes almost, because I think they just they just ha- make it happen with these bats or whatever. True. Uh, what, what did you think about the overall episode, though? It was good. It was good. It was really yeah. good. It was. I mean, I think it could have been better. I think that they they could have done some things better, but I think as an opening episode, it was it was cool. Yeah, I think so too. It was it was fine, and that's okay. When you think about it, man, that's a lot of fucking rising, bro. The first episode was forty five minutes, and the season was twenty five episodes. 
It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. That's just too much. It is a lot, actually. <laughs> That's too much. Um, luckily, again, I said this last week or two weeks ago, I think, but 13 episodes is going to be perfect for this, I think. Um, I will say this. I fucking prefer this shit dub. I hate the, the sub of this. I, nah, nah, man. The, all the characters sound so boring. That is unbelievable. Like it just, and again, they don't sound bad. They're not bad voice actors by any stretch of the the imagination, but compared, if I didn't start off with the dub and started off with the sub, I'll be fine with it. But I started off with the dub and went to the sub and I'm like, this fucking, that shit was putting me to sleep. I had to pause a few times because now for me sounds so fucking boring. Retalia, yeah, Retalia sounds fucking boring. Philo even sounds boring. And she's supposed to be the adorable kitty one. And it's just, it was, loud mouth yeah, yeah. It was just so fucking, I was getting put to sleep. I'm like, man, my goodness. Especially in this, uh, like you said, this repeat, repeat, repeat of an episode. I'm like, man, fuck. Right. <laughs> no, the only character that sound kind of boring, but I don't actually think it's boring, was Fatoria. Uh, and that's the 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 fallop, the, the the chicken Flopian queen. Bird. Yeah, the fallopian queen. Mm. Uh, she's the only one that's sound boring to me, but I know she about action. <laughs> the thing like, is, just, it, it, the thing is, she's supposed to sound boring. Yeah, <laughs> that's the crazy part. Her smile, meanwhile, she said, "I'll put all y'all in the body bag." Straight up, <laughs> with a smile on her face. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Everybody sounded even the queen. I love the queen's voice in dub, bro. Like. So good. What's funny is they call her uh they call bitch bitch in, in a dub and they call her slut in, in the sub. Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty funny. <sighs> All right, we're gonna get to those in the spoiler talk. Let's uh get to know my chick waifu waifu. It's uh where one of us rolls a random number generator, the other reads a question associated with that number, and this time tell it's my turn to read the question, tells turn to read the random number generator, and we have 40 questions in the list. And the number is 40. It's <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> it is funny. What is the happiest memory from when you were a single age digit? Single digit age. Happiest memory. That's tough. Um, single if, digit if, age, huh? It would have to be, I remember being like four years old, maybe five, and my um in the uh kitchen with my mom playing Uno mm. and she beat me. <laughs> uh and we was like we wasn't technically in the ghetto, but we was like right outside the ghetto <laughs> kinda area. But yeah, I was playing Uno with her and she beat me. But I was cool with that. I wasn't upset. This is this is fucked up, but bro. I have zero. Zero happy memories from my single digit age. That's crazy. No. Let's move on before that gets dark. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna spoil Rising of the Shield Hero. <laughs> and um uh, Spy Family. So stick around if you watch those two shows, which I'm pretty sure hundred percent of you have. Uh stick around if you watch those two shows. We'll be right back after these.
<laughs> and welcome back to episode 147 147 with the mic check waifu waifu make sure you guys again rate us on itunes share us on twitter uh like our instagram post or whatever whatever mm-hmm. people share us on that. instagram too if you want to hit yeah. that's what you're doing yeah yeah share us on instagram as well um we're back here to discuss spoiler talks for rising and spy family which one you want to start first uh spy family yeah let's do spy family first incredible fucking episode man so it was a I lot love, of information yeah 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 um so our main character is a spy da, 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 dum, dum, dum. that's a double seven intro whose who's code name <laughs> is twilight mm-hmm <laughs> and uh basically his his most recent mission is to carry out an assassination um his <laughs> the mission he was doing though was kind of funny because oh, yeah. what did he do like he he stole pictures from like that his family had like somebody stole his family pictures of his dad was, was that, that what it was i I thought it was a toupee thing yeah it was a like, pictures of his dad wearing a toupee Oh, that's they, his they dad. Stole, that was his dad. Oh, I missed that. Or, or that part? No, it probably. You know what? And I, I could also be tripping because it probably, it probably wasn't his dad. Because he was on a, was he on a date? Yep. Was that the hair of the person he was talking to? Yes, yes, that, that was the date. That's what it was. That's that was the date, and he he stole <laughs> the pictures back. And I'm just like, okay, bro. Like I, you doing jobs like this, but you a super spy. But Incredible. it just gets. It gets to the um, his new mission where he basically he has to uh, assassinate someone, and part of the mission is he needs to have a family, mm-hmm. right? So his first action is to acquire a location, a home, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, does that straightforward, simple, easy? He's like, it's got no uh, no straightforward escape points, anything like that. Yep. No easy entrances. This is a good place. Loved it. Uh, then he's like, right. Then he's like, all right, let's find a child. <laughs> he goes goes to an orphanage, walks in. He's looking for children. And what did he say? What was his statement for like the the right kind of child? I can't remember exactly what he said. What the perfect child was? Uh, what he said is someone who can read and write. And I think he saw the crossword puzzle or something like that. I can't remember. It was. Yeah. It was it, so. It was. It was someone who can read and write. And when he he he's like, well, okay, she's the smartest one we have. Yeah. And he walks into the room and sees her, and he starts talking to her, and he's like, I wonder if she'll be okay for a spy mission. And that's when she perks up. She goes and grabs yeah. the like um, the crossword, shows it to him, sits down, and starts filling it out. Meanwhile, yeah. he's saying all the things of the crossword puzzle would have in it so she gets everything correct on the crossword puzzle <laughs> and shows him and I'm just like okay she so she's smart she's super smart she raw <laughs> he says what did he say to her uh, what, what was he standing in his mind he said something in his mind he said I wonder how old she is she looks like she's like four or five yeah, she says, I'm, I'm six, I'm six. <laughs> <laughs> and he says six I'm six and I'm just like oh she can read his face yeah uh, come come to find out a little bit later she's actually a 
telepaths. She's telepathic. Mm-hmm. So she can read his mind. That's how she can do some of these things. It's not particularly that she's smart because she's not necessarily smart. She just uses her telepathy to yep. do everything she needs. Which was in, which is a crazy twist that I just found so unexpected. Like, I'm so glad I knew nothing about this show going into it. Like, right. with uh, everybody that we follow on Twitter, I probably should know the entire show. Because <laughs> that's all this is all they talk about. But I know I knew nothing about it. And coming into it like this, finding this out, I'm like, oh, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> and it's incredible adorable. concept. Yes. Yes. Super adorable. Like very, very wholesome. The the moment it just to fast forward a bit, the moment that they were in the house together and she was excited about the TV. Turned mm-hmm. on a TV and her favorite show was on, which is a spy was, show. Which is a spy show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is great. And then just having her, she said, "I want a gun with a silencer on it." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. We're not giving you that. You're six. And, and it was funny. He said, "Okay, we'll we'll find you one." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny, man. I, um, I love the art style of the show too. By the way. It is. It's it's very noir and Mm -hmm. very simple. um, But like it's it's stylized. Yes. Um, The motion is smooth. Mm -hmm. the The frame rate didn't seem like super choppy or anything like that. Um, Now, uh, the point that got me, and I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. To I'm ready to watch this every week. Was closer to the end Mm -hmm. when uh, you know, uh, he gets kind of attacked <laughs> kind of and, and they 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 try and take the girl or whatever like they have an issue with the little girl what he does is we know him as the man of many faces mm-hmm. is he essentially kidnaps the girl runs away with her and says like the same girl he adopted he kidnaps her runs away with her and says hey um here's this piece of paper i need you to to run away here and you know Basically, don't look back. I need you to run, run away. To the police station, yeah. Exactly. And, and the whole time, he doesn't know she's a telepath. So right. she's reading his mind. And she's like seeing, you know, obviously, how sincere he is and that kind of stuff. Uh, she can't tell his face because he can change his face, which was cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her, like, you know, this is what you would do. And I'm, I'm, I play tag. I'm a professional tagger with my friends. And this is just what I need you to do. So she takes it. Yeah, I know she's like teary eyed and starts running and she turns around and here's like all the nice thing he's saying. He's like, this is going to be an easier life for her. She won't have to deal with this. You know, what was I thinking? Trying to bring this little girl into this and she sees him throw his mask to the ground and she kind of gets even more teary eyed. Like, oh my God, he is a good person and everything <laughs> like that. And he goes and finishes off his business, you know, with the other people. And he's coming back home. <laughs> right though. And he see her sit on the ground playing with a stick he's like what are you doing here and she's like oh i, I just waited here and i'm just like oh my god Such this a is so cute wholesome. she she grabbed him by legs hug him like you know don't leave me and all that stuff i'm just like yo bro very very I'm, touching yeah very touching um that alone i was like i will continue to watch <laughs> i will continue to watch you sold me with her alone uh, what's her name? Uh, Anya. You have sold me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just she, with Anya alone. She's perfect. She's the the perfect little 
just ball of joy. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm interested to see where this goes when he picks up his waifu For and, sure. and what she's about. She seems uh, extremely deviant from the um to like the you know on the next episode type shit. So I can't wait to to find out more about this show. Again, I'm so glad I wasn't fucking just spoiled. I see a lot of people posting pages and shit, but I ain't no no context. I ain't, I haven't seen any pages. Oh yeah, people blowing this shit up before it came out. Um. Uh, but with that, oh yeah, I did. We can't talk about that. It's the finale episode Tokyo Twenty Fourth. Yeah, the finale episode of Tokyo Twenty Fourth Award. <laughs> this show turned out better than I thought it was going to be. It did. Very predictable, um, but it actually touched me. So, <clears throat> I will say I wasn't, I wasn't hundred percent. I didn't predict the ending entirely, right? Like, like I knew that they would have to come together solve some kind of issues that right. kind of stuff but what necessarily happens at the end I thought they was going to find another way around true way, true right yeah. but in the end they still had to make the trolley decision mm-hmm. right the reality is that the trolley question is a question for a reason right like you can't save both sides yep. you can only do one or the other and that's what they've been trying to do the whole time is do both things right so this is a really cool like ending to that. Oh, um, so good. How how do you feel towards the end? <sighs> the, their fight between each other was extremely believable, right? RGB, them fighting for the reasons that they're fighting. Every everybody believed that what they feel is the right answer, and you cannot blame n- none of them. Neither are neither G, neither blue. Right. You cannot blame them for their dilemmas, but they each come to each other with basically separate dilemmas that they eventually decide that we need to just do this. There's one thing that we all have in common outside of our different perspectives on the situation, and that's we need to see Asumi. And mm. they come to that conclusion to say, okay, let's do that because we know that that's the right thing to do, and they work together to do so with the help of side characters who essentially gave them the ticket to do so because they knew that they was the only people who could do it. Um, getting that call from Asumi and them and her telling them this is the final dilemma or the final trolley problem. You got this situation and one of the situations was what um, you can keep me here, but it's going to, it's going to, have a bug that's going to glitch out everything and it's going to turn the world into this awful fucking horrible control place or you can turn turn me off and it'll basically get my father arrested everybody becomes irate and it becomes this huge huge issue in the streets because people are rioting and they're unhappy and blah blah blah, blah. so each problem is basically a failure um, which is different well, no, not really, not necessarily different because that's what a trolley problem is, right? But right. It, it's still, I think if this is a, this was a more drastic change from what they've been experiencing with the other trolley problems. But, I mean, was it? 
because they had tornadoes and disasters and shit. Yeah, and I would say in comparison, right? Because long term, right? Although what they did was technically not within that trolley problem, right? They they still chose to to do do something, right? They still chose to talk to her and essentially eliminate her, right? right? But I guess the process itself that they came together to do it those kind of things i guess change the outcome of it i mean there's not a hundred percent explanation on with that right but well because I, the I, world got to see right the world the got 24th ward yeah they got to see what actually happened with Asami. Mm-hmm. Um, how she felt how they felt that 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 conversation between the four of them was something else, bro. It, yeah. <laughs> that that was probably like that conversation alone, definitely like highlight worthy of the entire series. Hundred uh, percent, it cleaned it up for me personally because the yeah. last few episodes weren't that great up until that yeah, point. I agree, and it's hard. It's hard for some of these anime that, especially that have like action based themes and mm-hmm. stuff like that, to wrap things to up close with the conversation so well. Yes. Um, and and to kind of do what they did and a lot of the stuff that they didn't talk about where they just showed us mm-hmm. that was still refreshing right Very so they're having this conversation with Asami and they're all talking about regrets and and different things that they've been doing to get to this point mm-hmm. and how they disagreed and they finally got here and our main character uh, uh, Blue this is what I'm gonna call him because I can't remember his name exactly right now yeah it's He's, okay I know him better by that way anyway yeah, he's saying, uh, you know, I became a hero for you. You know, like I can't accept sure. the, the options. Yeah, show. <laughs> I can't accept the options you gave us because I became a hero for you and I can't save you. Thus, like it makes everything I've done, you know, incomplete and, and I, I can't do this. And he says, Thanks. I love you. And and Green is like, you know, I, I see where you're coming from, but hey, Sister, I love you too. And then Red is like, and just little old me who uses you as the best muse ever for art, I love you too. And they do all this love you and the whole fucking Tokyo 24 for starts talking about some, you know, uh, the girl who dad died. You're the reason I'm still alive and I appreciate you and I love you. And then the the whole town is just saying, Asami, we love you. And I'm just like, oh, as, my heart, and my as heart. and as cliche as that was, the fact that it was still so emotionally powerful was telling, bro. Mm-hmm. That meant that the show is good. That alone, yeah. Be, because of the simple fact is because we were still emotionally moved by something so cliche, means that we cared about the characters, we cared about the world, we cared about the just. just the through outline yeah and the outcome <laughs> that made it good although the last few episodes weren't that great and that is so surprising what a good show yeah and another another really good one Shout i'm glad that glad we made it to this finale um same because we was we could have skipped over that one too yeah i'm glad i'm glad you brought it up because i totally forgot it with, with all the shit we watched <laughs> but no, that was incredible. Absolutely incredible show. Um, and then last but not least, Rising of the Shield Hero. Again, kind of mundane, man. Uh, which I think is intentional. It was nice. It, 
honestly, because I watched the last episode leading right into this one. So that's why I had the dub versus the sub on my mind. So, um, uh, so closely and it was good, man. For some reason though, and from watching the last episode to the first episode, animation was off. Animation, Animation in the first episode was ugly. So this is why I made made sure to say that <clears throat> in the first episode of a uh, spy family, like how the animation was smooth, mm-hmm. there was moments when I was watching this, and I, I literally went back. Like I got a 4K TV <laughs> to 120 hertz or, or frames per second. Um, with I got the the best 4K cables connected to like. $120, it ain't the best, but $120 4K cable connected to it. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna sit here and be real with y'all. I saw some some frame rate droppage and I was like, go ahead and read yeah. a little bit. But let me make sure my, my internet is not acting funny. I went back and rewind the scene. I was like, why does it look choppy? Uh, not only did it look choppy, but there also had scenes where the art was off. It was kind of. I'm not gonna say it was as bad as Seven Deadly Sins, but it just wasn't. Something didn't seem right with the drawings, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah. It took y'all forever. Why is it looking like this?" I was expecting it to come out and be a one pictures quality. You know what I'm saying? But it was, I was yeah. I was <laughs> expecting, especially after we just like for an anime like this that got so much hype and, and mm-hmm. love. Yes, and then we we leave a season where we had stuff like Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not saying they needed to be on that level no, no, in terms no. yeah, not of like, at all. quality, but I'm saying like all the love this anime gets, like they could have given us, they could have given us more. And what's unfortunate is I don't even think it mattered where I watched it because this was the first thing I watched this season, mm-hmm. and I don't think that mattered because after watching everything else, I was I thought shit, everything else looks better. <laughs> And then if yeah. I would if I would have watched it last after watching everything else, I'd have been like, "Well, shit, everything else looked better." <laughs> that's, and that's wild because, like, yeah, a lot of the stuff we watched looked better. <laughs> looked better. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Um, now to get to the story beats and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we know that uh, Naofumi was granted land. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seeing over the beast people. And you know the the half human people, and uh, it's actually you know he's doing pretty well. He's he's thriving in his land. He's training everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, he was I can't remember Melty. Melty is is running his land. Right. You know, and it's he's doing well for himself. Um, I love Melty in the dub too. By the way, <laughs> she's great. Now. Uh, they they have an issue, right? They fight, and there's like these random bats with like tortoise shells on their back and stuff like that. <laughs> they just pop up, yeah. and he they kill him. He's like, okay, that was weird. Where would that come from? It shouldn't be time for another wave this soon. And speaking, looking of, around, speaking of wave, there was no <laughs> there was no clock anymore on yeah. his HUD. Exactly. So he looks in the hood and he doesn't see a clock, right? Or the number stopped. Mm-hmm. It was stopped at like seven. So they don't know where when the wave is coming. The wave essentially stopped, and they get called to a meeting. All the heroes get called to a meeting. They pull up to the meeting with the queen, you know, because we didn't see the queen till the last few episodes uh, in the last thing, She's last done. season. 
she's like, hey, this is the scenario. We think the giant destruction tortoise. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what the name is. I think that's actually <laughs> the giant destruction tortoise is, is awakened, and he's gonna destroy all the stuff around him. Yep. And we need you guys to save save us and everything around him. And the other heroes are like, uh, I got something else I got. Where's right. you? Which in my mind, I'm thinking like they're gonna go do the job because. This stupid for them to just not go do it. Like, mm. why are you even here? They still and, refuse to work together. Right. They still refuse to work together, but they're going to go do the job. Um, now, Fumi is like, well, um, I'll check into it. You know, he's being cooperative as he can be with a group of other assholes. Right. Because, um, bro, why are they acting like that? I get why they act like that. They, 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 now. they, yeah. they, they, they can't run a fade with Nafumi. True. Uh, Obviously, they they can jump him and still get body bagged. Facts. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the queen is like, I guess, like all my worries were not unnecessary because all like it's apparent that they're all gonna go do do that or whatever. And you know, just they go, they set out to go to take care of the tortoise. On their travels there, they find out that uh, three of the heroes have have perished. Right. Fighting the tortoise, and um, he did quotes for those listening. Oh yeah, I did. I did air quotes <laughs> because when you get there, he's he, they asked or they, on the way there they asked uh, Fatoria, who was uh, bashing them, saying like, uh, you know, if y'all can't work together, this is the snare I told you about. If y'all can't work together, I'm come kill all of you. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, Fatoria is a goon, <laughs> but she she's like, if I, if y'all can't work together, I'm come kill all of y'all, and um, she's asked. They ask ask her like, "Hey, did the other heroes die?" And Victoria's like, "No, they didn't die." Was, do you, what do you think, stupid? <laughs> Go do your job. I, but yeah, I going into the town once they learned that, I, I found it intriguing to see that other uh, hood figure to, to kind of just. Uh, I think I'm fast forwarding. I can't remember though, but to see that other hooded figure, I kind of know where this is already going. I think. Just, I, I have an idea too. Yeah, and I mean, she's gonna be another, she's gonna be another party member. Um, she she's hiding for something, or she's the one who spread that rumor because she's trying to get uh Nafumi's attention, or something like that. Whatever it is, I don't know. But I I, I will say this, and you're gonna hate me for this probably. Okay, I really just want to wait for the dub. I hate no, I don't hate you. <laughs> I I do, man. I I think the show is great. There's a lot of shit to watch that is phenomenal, though. A lot mm-hmm. of shit to watch, and I just don't enjoy the sub enough to want to continue. Which okay. is which is crazy because I was so excited for this show, but I'm like I'm okay with waiting now because I have so much other shit to hold me over. Now, wasn't expecting it to be a good season. Exactly. Well, I mean, we, we were yeah. expecting it to be a good season. Definitely. But now, am I probably going to crack? Probably. I'm probably going to end up watching it anyway, but I'm just going to let you know now that I'm going to try not to. So. Okay. We'll see. Um, where I think this anime is going, um, I think that three heroes did die, just not our hero. Because mm. we do know there are other types of heroes. Yeah. 
from other worlds. Uh, and these our four heroes are the cardinal heroes, the main heroes. So I, I believe that three heroes did die, just not our heroes. That, and and not, they might not be from another world. They might have been summoned from another place. But they were sending these heroes to fight because this beast is too powerful. So I think it was three heroes did die, just not ours. Didn't they establish in those other 25 episodes that it can only be one set? I'm not sure. I don't exactly remember because, well, maybe because those heroes were coming through the wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, I don't know. Who, who knows? I, to be honest, there's a lot of shit I forgot in those 25 episodes. That's why I had to go back and rewatch. Luckily, going back and rewatching the last episode was a good enough refresher because you you, you tend to get a, a, a pseudo subliminal recap of everything mm-hmm. at the end. So it was kind of it was kind of fitting, kind of perfect. I, I don't know. I, I just I can't wait to watch it. I just really want to see it dubbed. I don't know how long that's going to fucking take, though. And that's irritating me. But what I could do is I could replace it for now with Case Study of Vanitas. Watch season season one, part one of that, and then yeah. go on to part two. I also must mention this. This is completely off the Rising of the Shield Hero topic. But fucking Rob. <laughs> Rob, he going to tweet, um, oh, you see uh, Spy X family ain't, or Spy family ain't, ain't getting no backlash for them announcing the Kurt part two. I'm like, come on, man, because that's normal. A, sh- a show announcing a part two to a to a two cur season is normal. Guess what? They we announced after the first need episode. A part three. Yeah, we don't get part threes with that or <laughs> whatever. Part fours and fives <laughs> and sixes. Yeah, what's funny? Yep, yep. The only anime I know with a hundred episode seasons is Pokemon. So let's not do that. Let's not do hundred episode seasons. <laughs> man, it's just it's crazy. It's so crazy to think about, man. All I know is uh I didn't think that episode was gonna do as good and it did just as good as any of our other episodes, if not better. Funny enough. I got a lot of feeling I got a I got a feeling we lost a lot of people. Because no, I don't think so. I don't think so. a lot of ALT fans. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and I think we were justified, and I think they think so too. Agreed, one hundred percent. Justification was there. True. No one complained. Let's wrap. All right, we just finished talking about rising the Shiro, Shield Hero, Shiro. And, <laughs> and what do you think uh, Naofumi's Shield was like if you put Aaron Yeager in it? Uh, Tokyo 24th War A great finale We really enjoyed the finale of this anime And just the anime in general A spy family Sheesh Yes sir It's a pretty good one actually uh, Interesting where it goes In our break we had some questions Let us know, Or before our break we had some questions uh, Best memories from a single digit age Let us know uh, First episode first impressions We had a lot of really good first impressions From this season mm-hmm. Um some really good stuff. Let me go ahead and catch up on a couple of these before Polo go ahead and blow me out the water. Yes, sir. Our episode of the week being Spy Family and Shikamari's Not Just a Cutie. Some good episodes of the week. Yes, sir. But just so y'all know, and in case y'all forgot from the beginning of this episode of 147, My Chef Kingdom Hearts 4 was announced. <laughs> as, long, as long as y'all know. I'm at Polo Born Flower on social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu, Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike Check. check, 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 check.
Let's go, bro. You're now tuned into Mike Check